Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. If you are involved in an emotionally abusive relationship, then know that your mental well-being, how you feel about yourself, and the types of relationship you feel you deserve are at risk. I think oftentimes we can be with emotionally abusive men and not even know it. I know I didn't, not at first. I can speak from experience. I was with an emotionally abusive man, particularly my son's father. I don't think that I realized it at first, but now that I'm out of it, I can recall that literally every moment with him felt like a mental warfare, always yelling, name calling, being hot and cold, and saying and doing emotionally damaging things to both myself and my son. I don't love you. I don't love our son. I don't care about you because he came from you. He would say that. And then he would tell me I needed to understand how he felt and that I did not have the right to get mad because I chose to have a baby that he didn't want. It was like one big mind game all the time and I could never win. When I was in it, I thought that I was a bit crazy, but I did not think of it as being emotionally abusive because it was not domestic violence. He wasn't hitting me. I just thought that it was his flawed way of communicating. But an emotionally abusive relationship is beyond that. It is about messing with your self-esteem, tearing you down, and trying to gain control over you through emotional abusive techniques. You can see a full list of emotionally abusive signs from Healthline because there are way too many for me to list here. And I have linked that down below for your convenience. But I will take some of these signs and tell you how it relates to my own emotional abusive situation and how the man you are with may have the same signs, but you could be overlooking them. Humiliating, negating, criticizing. What is it? These tactics are meant to undermine your self-esteem. The abuse is harsh and unrelenting and matters big and small. So name calling. My son's father used to call me fat, stupid, dumb, insinuate that I was a whore and perhaps even called me that. And these were just to name a few or the ones that I remember. Character assassination. In my case, my son's father would say that no one would ever want to marry me because I was not worth marrying. Anything that was specific to me was a problem. He had an issue and would let me know that. For example, me being Christian meant that he took low-key shots about my behavior, what he felt I should do, and how I acted. Another example, since my son plays video games, he stated my son, aka his son, was going to be a slacker because I allowed him to play too many video games, thus calling me a bad mom. Three, sarcasm. Often just a dig in disguise. For example, my son's father would say, get off the short bus, like it was a joke, when all reality he was just calling me stupid. Four, belittling your accomplishments. If you're a reader of my blog, then you should know I have three degrees, my highest being a PhD. Two of my degrees I attained while I was a single mom. Under normal circumstances, people would celebrate this accomplishment, but no, not an emotional abuser. My son's father told me I still lack common sense and that my degrees did not make me anything and that I was still going to be cuddling my degrees since I was still single and that men did not want education in women, but instead they need to be able to cook, clean, and give oral sex. And, oh yes, true to an emotional abuser, other people had to join into the game. At the time, it was his wife. Also going into a social media tangent, belittling my accomplishment, my degrees, even though I had never actually met her. But emotional abusers always use other people, which is another sign that we'll talk more about down below. 
But you can also check out my video down below where I go into more narcissistic traits that men use of an emotional abuser. The next set of signs are control and shame. What is it? Trying to make you feel shame of your inadequacies is just another path to power. And some of the ways to use control and shame are as follows. Number five, unpredictability. They'll implode with rage out of nowhere, suddenly shower you with affection, and become dark and moody at the drop of a hat to keep you walking on eggshells, which of course was one of my son's father's favorite moves. I mean, literally, this was one of his normal personalities dealing with me. I'm not sure that I had ever seen him any other way. I just assumed he was bipolar. One minute we were getting along and the next he was yelling at me. One minute he loved my son and one minute he wanted nothing to do with him. Number six, they walk out. If any of you have ever read my single mom story, which you can click the link down below to read that, then you know that my son's father, there is the walking definition of walking away. He will come for about a month or two, walk out for another two more years, then come back after two more years, but only through email. Then after another eight months, we'll pass before asking to see my son. Then I will follow up with him on when he planned to see my son, and then he will start yelling at me on why I'm contacting him, followed by another four years of silence. And as always, with an emotional abuser, instead of accepting responsibility, him walking out was always my fault. Number seven, using others. This started when I left my son's father alone because he was with another woman. He then went to all of his family members who then attacked me, stating that I was mad because my son's father did not want to be with me, a narrative I'm sure he gave them. Because the using others is never the truth, it's always a version of the truth the emotional abusers want to give to other people. The truth that has them looking like a saint and you like a monster. And all the better if the other people actually come to you and start attacking you based on what the other emotional abusers said. Which you can also check out my video down below for more toxic tactics men try to use in order to hurt you. The next set of emotional abuse signs are accusing, blaming, and denial. What are these? These sets of behaviors comes from an abuser's insecurity. They want to create a hierarchy in which, in which they're at the top and you are at the bottom. So here are some of the signs of these. Number eight, denying something that you know is true. When I finally decided to part ways with my son's father, I had to question him for about a year or two about the other woman, which he adamantly denied. I would literally visit him at jail and the correctional officers would tell me that another woman who identified herself as his girlfriend came to visit him the day before. That was their way of showing me who he really was. But my son's father would straight up deny it. Even with the truth looking him dead in the face, there was no other woman he would say and that I was being paranoid. Number nine, goading and then blaming. This is when people do something to set you off and when you go off on them, then it's your fault. For example, with my son's father, I was always at fault for everything. The fact that he decided not to see my son for years was my fault. The fact that he did not pay his $68 a month in child support also turned out to be my fault. The fact that he was emotionally abusive and decided to walk away, you guessed it, my fault. I'm not entirely sure how he spun that one, but just know that it was my fault. You can also check out my video down below that I did on the patterns of how to recognize toxic men where I talk more about these behaviors. The next set of signs of emotionally abusive relationships are through emotional neglect and isolation. What are these sets of behaviors? Abusers tend to place their own emotional needs ahead of yours. 
Many abusers will try to come between you and the people who are supportive of you to try to make more dependent on them. 10. Shutting down communication. This is a sign that I have, should have noticed from day one with my son's father because he always had this issue. Making dates with me and not showing up, not answering texts or phone calls, and when I first became pregnant, he just straight up disappeared. I did not know where he went or lived for my entire pregnancy and only spoke to him twice during my pregnancy. At one point when I tried to text him, he pretended to be someone else and told me I had the wrong number. Number 11. Trying to come between you and your family. Oh yeah, he tried this one. By going directly to my mother, saying that he didn't want to deal with me anymore and only her. He tried to give the impression that I was the one that was unreasonable and doing something to him. I guess trying to turn my own mother against me. Then of course, there is the time where he tells my son that he cannot call him because your mother, aka me, doesn't charge his phone. Which, by the way, his father was responsible for putting minutes on and of course didn't. But instead of saying he's not putting minutes on the phone, it's my fault for not charging the phone. Giving my son the impression that I am the reason why he doesn't call anymore. Number 12. Indifference. They see you hurt or crying and do nothing. This one is pretty much self-explanatory. And the crazy thing is that I don't cry pretty much at all. Especially in front of anyone. But there was this one time that I did cry in front of my son's father because I was so frustrated and he simply hung up. I would say that's pretty much indifferent. 13. Disputing your feelings. In this case, I would pretty much express my disappointment about his being an absentee father. And instead of seeing what I was saying was right, he would literally try to make me feel as though I was imagining these things. Imagining that he was not showing up for my son, and that he was really a good father in disguise, and that I was blowing things way out of proportion. So either when you read these things, you were shocked or you were not surprised at all because you were in a similar situation. In some cases for you, it may have been worse. And having gone through this myself, I'm going to tell you how to get out of it. So how to leave an emotionally abusive relationship. Number 14, leave. I know the answer sounds so simple, but Really, it is. You can leave, and even if it will hurt you, you still need to leave. And when you choose to not have a conversation about it, because a conversation with them may have may have them convincing you that you are overreacting and are crazy. And that is all about manipulation when really you have every right to leave, and you probably should. Number 15, realize that you're not crazy. A part of the manipulation of an emotionally abusive man is that they will try to tell you that you're overreacting. They may try to apologize and they may try to make you think that you're crazy, that no one will want you and that you are nothing without them. You are not crazy. And the ultimate test is do you feel good in the relationship or do you feel bad? And if you feel bad most of the time in the relationship, then who cares if you're crazy or not? The only thing that you should be concerned with is how you feel in the relationship. And if you don't feel good, then you do not need any other reason than that. 16. Have boundaries. If you're in a situation where you share children with this person or you know that somehow you will have to be in contact with this person and it is unavoidable, then you should have set boundaries. Pick the child up from your parents' home. Do not allow them to show up or enter your house. In fact, treat them just as you would a regular stranger that you met on the street. This person could be harmful, so why would you allow them in your personal space? If you have to deal with them because you work with them or you just have to come in contact with them, just ignore them like they don't exist in your world. And if you have to say something to them, keep it short and sweet and to the point. Don't go back and forth with them allowing them to start their manipulation tactics on you. 17, you need to heal. I spoke about this on my blog about guarding your heart, which you can click the link down below. 
to read. When people do emotionally damaging things to you, they change you and they change the way that you feel about yourself. You can also check out my video down below on how to guard your heart from toxic men. I want to take an excerpt from my book specifically for single women, Fix It Jesus for Single Women Only, which you can click the link down below to buy. We interact with people all day, every day. We get close to people, break up, get betrayed by boyfriends, get hurt by family members, and guess what? All of those things has the potential to leave bad deposits on our heart. I can almost bet that people have less deposits in your heart and most of them that you're not even aware of. When you were with a cheating boyfriend, deposits were left in your heart in this form of insecurity and being distrustful of men. Every time someone called you ugly, fat, or stupid or said that you weren't good enough, deposits were left in your heart in the form of low self-esteem. My point is that all of the emotional damaging things that your ex has said about you or to you or even your current boyfriend have said to you, you will believe them because he has said those things so much, played with your mind so much that no matter how strong, you will start to wonder if what they said is really true, which is why I'm a big promotion of healing, counseling, pastoral counseling, life coaching, crying, church, or whatever it is that you need to do to get all of that bad blood out of your system. Do it. If you don't, you will, A, continue to get into the same types of relationship with men who are emotionally abusive. B, you will not think that you are worthy of love and not get into any relationship because that is how much he played on your self-esteem. C, continue to go back to your ex and let them stomp on you some more, causing you to develop more and more deep-rooted issues, all of which are not good for you. Do not punish yourself for getting into relationships with emotionally abusive men. It happens to the best of us. But when you realize it, get up and move on and don't continue to allow him to play games with your head and your heart. If anything, I'm a completely functional person that has tons of confidence. So I'm living proof that the effects of the relationship don't have to be long lasting. If you know someone who is in an emotional abusive relationship, then go ahead and share this post with them. Plus, I have an amazing video that you can watch down below on how to get over your ex.